This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. I'm Martin Strong. Welcome back. If you're a fan of Queen, and especially Freddie Mercury, you'll want to hear our next guest. He's coming up. But first, some of the consumer news headlines from the past week. The CEO of a cannabis store in Ontario says pot prices are too low. David Lobo calls it a race to the bottom, and he says the low pot prices will have consumers in Canada used to paying lower prices, making it hard to convince them to pay more in the future. And it's tough for pot producers right now. They're laying off staff as the industry gets a better sense of consumer demand and regulatory hurdles. And one of the problems is people are still buying their weed from unregulated producers. That's believed to be nearly half of the market. And some people uh, actually believe it might even be more than half. To stay competitive, legal cannabis producers have been dropping prices. Statistics Canada says a gram of legal cannabis in 2019 cost $10.29, whereas now some cannabis is being sold for under four bucks a gram. Tech giant Meta says it is preparing to block the news for some Canadians on Facebook and Instagram in kind of a temporary test that is expected to last throughout the month. The Silicon Valley Tech Corporation is following in the steps of Google, which blocked news links for about five weeks earlier this year. This is all about Bill C-18, which is currently being studied in the Canadian Senate and could pass as early as this summer. Among the other things this new Bill C-18 would require is that tech giants would have to pay publishers for linking to or otherwise repurposing their content online. And randomly selected Canadian users will not be able to see or share news content in Canada, either on Instagram or Facebook, because of this experiment by Meta. And Meta says it's prepared to block news permanently on Facebook and Instagram if this bill passes. The CEO of Bell Canada is warning that increased regulation in Canada's telecommunications industry could lead companies to scale back investment. In a speech to business people in Toronto this past week, Mirko Bibic said that a shift toward micromanagement of the telecom industry by the government has generated market uncertainty. He says the government mandating how much Bell and other cell phone companies can charge smaller companies to access their broadband networks goes against his company's goal of boosting connectivity, especially in smaller communities. The CRTC, the government, disagrees, saying that those kind of mandates will improve internet speeds and increase competitions. Vancouverites are getting out more. At least that's according to new data showing that travel volumes are up on city streets and the use of public spaces is also a little busier. But it's still not up to pre-COVID levels. The city says results of the annual Vancouver Transportation Survey shows an increase in people taking walks, taking bike rides, and taking transit trips. And that's over last year. The survey results show transit ridership is up 16% compared to 2021 with 48,000 more trips. Car usage 
was actually down 6% over uh, 2020 and 2021 numbers. Mayor Ken Sim says current transportation and public space-related projects in the city will play a crucial role in Vancouver's future. And uh, he also says reducing injuries and deaths on city streets remains one of their key priorities. And this is pretty cool. A satellite developed by engineering students at the University of Saskatchewan is set to be launched into space this week on board a SpaceX rocket. It will be sent into orbit for a year and will collect experimental radiation data. Fourth-year-old student, uh, fourth-year student, he's not a four-year-old student, fourth-year student Arliss Sidlowski says it has been an incredible and challenging experience getting the first Saskatchewan-designed, tested, and assembled rocket, satellite rather, up into orbit. Uh, this is Vancouver Consumer, and up next, there is a very cool show coming to the Vogue Theatre in Vancouver, June 11th. It's a live tribute to Freddie Mercury and Queen, and it's been getting rave reviews around the world. And up next, we'll hear from the man who is playing Freddie Mercury in the show, Queen, It's a Kind of Magic. That's when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this. This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back. It is Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong. Are you a fan of the band Queen? I mean, Freddie Mercury and Queen. Well, you got to see this. Queen, it's a kind of magic. It's a live tribute to Queen that is getting rave reviews around the world with Dominic Warren reprising his role as Freddie Mercury. The show is coming to Vancouver to the Vogue Theatre a week from tomorrow, Sunday, June 11th. They've been all around BC. Uh, Most of the shows are sold out. Uh, For tickets to the Vancouver show at the Vogue, go to admitone.com, admitone.com for tickets. That's A-D-M-I-T-O-N-E.com for tickets. You can also visit queenitsakindamagic.com for info on the show. You can see lots of photos, see how cool it looks on stage. And we are very lucky lucky to have the next best thing to Freddie Mercury with us right now. It's the star of Queen. It's a kind of magic. Dominic Warren. How are you, Dominic? I'm good, thanks. How are you, Martin? Excellent. Very, very well. And you are uh, you are currently on kind of a, a whirlwind tour of this show and you're uh, getting ready for a show in Saskatchewan? Yes, we, we are on our way to Saskatoon. I think wow. yeah, that's what it's called, right? Saskatoon. Yes. <laughs> I guess these names are coming coming at you hard and fast because you're. Yeah, originally... we've got we've got strange ones at home, but I mean, every when you go to a new place, they're always strange at the first time you hear them. <laughs> right. So now you you're originally from South Africa, and this show was created in Australia. So uh, it must be kind of nice to to come to a place like you know Saskatchewan or BC and see how well these shows are selling. Because most of the shows in BC are sold out. There's still tickets for Vancouver, but it must feel great to, to come to the four corners of the earth and be so well received. Oh yeah, it's been amazing in Canada so far. We came for the first time last year. And that was yeah my first time ever in Canada, and the show went down really well. But we came back well. Well, we were invited back and came back this year, and this year is even better. Um, a lot of the people uh, have, have been to the previous show we did last year, and we've added some new songs to the to the repertoire. So um, 
yeah, everyone's been, um, you, you know, subscribing to that quite nicely. Right. So let's talk about the show. Describe the show because uh, it really is uh, sort of a, a feast for the eyes and it sounds amazing. Just tell us about the show. Well, um, to those of you who haven't been, um, it's, a, it's a concert. So it's not a musical. There's no timeline. There's no uh, narrative. Um, it's just purely uh, us playing Queen's music uh, and trying to replicate the um, the Wembley concert in 1986. So we've got all the outlandish costumes, we've got all the crazy lighting, and we've got uh, pretty much um, as authentic as we can get to instruments and costumes. Uh, so, I mean, I even wear the boxing boots that uh, Freddie Mercury wore, which we had to get, you know, custom ordered in because they don't make them anymore. And Rusty, the lead guitarist, plays a, a Brian May replica, a Red Special. Um, and even Nigel, uh, Andre Fondamata, the bassist, uh, he plays um, a music man, uh, an authentic, age-appropriate music man. Uh, so we, we do everything as close as possible to, the, to what has been seen before. Mm -hmm. So definitely all the Queen hits that people want to hear you play. Yes. Um, and son. <laughs> <laughs> um, and stepping into the, the literally the, the shoes of, uh, of Freddie Mercury. I mean, how, how intimidating is that? Because Freddie Mercury really is a singular performer. There's nobody like Freddie Mercury to, you know, tell yeah, me about your re re relationship with that. That's it. That's exactly what I say to, to everyone that, uh, that asks me that question. Um, there's only ever going to be one Freddie Mercury. And I think that's something really important to, to understand. Um, because uh, what we do is we pay tribute and homage to, to such a great artist, you know. Um, yeah. I'm sorry, excuse that sound. Um, we're just moving the car quickly. Um, uh, yeah, so basically what we do is we try and recreate what Queen is by what we can relate to. Um, which is basically the energy and the way we play the music. And, you know, I don't put on an accent to try and sound British. I just give, um, I give what I can energy-wise uh, to, to bring out the energy of Queen uh, or Freddie Mercury on my part. Yeah. Yeah. And what, do you, what did, it, in all your, your years of doing this, what have you learned about... Uh, Freddie Mercury, uh, like obviously, I, I'm guessing you're you realize some of the 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 vocal performances that he that he created uh, are are pretty amazing. His range. yeah, of course. Um, so I studied classical music uh, first. So uh, I studied at uh, University of Cape Town. I was actually going to specialize in Baroque music. So Bach, Monteverdi, Handel. And that was, that was my trajectory. That's what I wanted to do. And I started an indie rock band when I was in Cape Town with, uh, with my friends. And then I started, um, I basically fell into rock music. And I've always loved Queen from a young age. But I, I found that singing Queen's music was equally as challenging as, you know, doing a Bach aria or oratorio. So I just figured I'd have more fun in the rock music scene and 
when I got the opportunity, it turned out to, to prove me right. Yeah. Cause that, that kind of seems like the perfect resume for, for something like this, uh, sort of a classical background, but the sort of the, the energy of rock music and uh, yeah. putting it all together. It happened, it happened accidentally on purpose. I like to say, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And, and, you know, Freddie Mercury, the, the one thing I always loved about Freddie Mercury, he was very unpretentious. I remember him talking about Queen's music and he, he compared Queen's music to sausages. He said, just, <laughs> we just, we just put them out and they're sausages. But I, and I always love that because I, I like that attitude because it's unpretentious and it's humble, but at the same time, I think Queen's music is a lot more than than sausages. It's 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 complex and uh, it's interesting and yeah. I mean, yeah. Go ahead, talk about I think, that. I think I think what he meant by that was, you know, when you're writing music, you never know what the audience is going to like. You never know what's going to be a number one hit and what's not going to be a hit. And what you feel might be a number one hit might not be received like that by the rest of the world. So I think what he meant was, you know, they're just a song factory and they're trying to make as much music as possible. Take it or leave it. You might like this sausage and you might not like the next one. Um, that's what I, that's what I think he, he meant by, by that kind of, uh, of statement. Um, but yeah, funny enough, they've, they've got, you know, their greatest hits album. They've got greatest hits one, two, and three, which has got basically back to back, um, show-stopping songs and what i find amazing about queen is that they didn't they never won a grammy that's that blows my mind i mean out of all of these songs that have stood the test of time not one of them uh achieved a grammy during their time uh uh in the world wow yeah, yeah that's <laughs> that's i mean that's crazy and and there are a lot of those uh grammy snubs like i think that the beatles they they won some Grammys, but I think most of them they won for the, you know, for the later years after they broke up. And I, I think Led Zeppelin yeah. and all these bands. So so let's talk about like what's your what's what's your favorite song to perform, uh, out of the show, or or does it change all the time? Oh, um, it does change. Uh, but I mean, I, I do have personal favorites. I mean, I've been singing "Somebody to Love" since I was a teenager. So I, I owe quite a lot of um, of my career to that that particular song because I used it for auditions, you know. I, I used it to get places, and I, I just thoroughly enjoy that song. But um, to add to that, I mean, "Hammer to Fall" is quite a, a fun one to sing, um, yeah. especially with the band. Um, there is there is one song that we. Uh, we change in and out every now and then of the show. It's not, it's not going to be in the set list this year, unfortunately. But I mean, I do, I do enjoy Tie Your Mother Down, which is not a well-known song, uh, but yeah. we've replaced it with a, with a well-known song so, so that we've just got hits uh, coming out at the show. Um, I guess I could go on, uh, and the show must go on is one of my absolute favorite songs. And they never got to perform that one live with Freddie. Really? Yeah, wow. Freddie never got to sing that live. He, he was very sick at that stage. And they, they recall him being in the studio taking, you know, swigs of vodka and trying to get through the pain uh, while he was singing 
um, in the studio. Wow. Interesting. We're talking to Dominic Warren. He is uh, the performer who portrays Freddie Mercury in the show Queen. It's a kind of magic. It's a live tribute to Queen that has toured the world and it is getting uh, rave reviews around the world and it's coming to Vancouver. And uh, you can go to admit1.com for tickets. It's Sunday, June 11th at the Vogue Theater. And uh, is that where you played last year, the Vogue Theater? Do you remember? I guess it uh, might, be, might be a blur. It does ring a, it does ring a bell, um, but you, you, you wouldn't be wrong by saying it's it's kind of a blur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's well, yeah, I'm sure it's just theater after theater, but the Vogue Theater in Vancouver, it's on Granville Street downtown. It is a, a classic it's it's a nice intimate live setting and it's a it's kind of a historic building and uh it sounds great so uh if you like queen you really should go to uh admit1.com and uh, check out uh tickets for the show it's uh sunday june 11th it's queen a kind of magic and uh, we're talking to Dominic Warren and when we come back I want to talk a little bit about your background uh, as well as uh, a little bit about Queen as well because Queen is one of those bands that I, I don't think they, they did they have played in Vancouver but I don't think they played enough in Vancouver and uh, yeah <laughs> and I, actually I have to ask you this have you ever seen did you see Queen in your life live um uh, this is this might blow your mind, but Freddie Mercury actually died the year before I was born. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> I so sometimes, <laughs> I sometimes, I sometimes forget how old I am. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. I, I 100% wish I, I did get a chance to, but um, you know, it's not the way my cookie crumbled, so. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's great. Dominic Warren is our guest. As I say, it's uh, he portrays Freddie Mercury in Queen. It's a kind of magic, a live tribute to Queen that has uh, just it's gotten rave reviews around the world. It's a show that was uh, conceived in Australia and uh, they played here a year ago and they're back. So uh, go to admit1.com for tickets. This is Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong. And when we come back, like I say, I want to talk more to Dominic about uh, his background and also more about the band Queen. Uh, it's all when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this. This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back. It's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW, and we're having a fun conversation with Dominic Warren, who is a performer who is portraying Freddie Mercury of Queen, the band Queen. The show is Queen a kind of magic and it's playing at the Vogue theater in Vancouver Sunday, June 11th. And you can go to admit one.com for tickets, admit one, the letter one.com for tickets. You can also go to queen. It's a kind of magic.com um, for all the photos of the show. It, it really looks amazing. And Dominic, uh, we're talking uh, about, about the shows and you've, uh, you've toured the four corners of the, the globe with this with this show haven't you everywhere except europe for now um but we we're hoping to get into there and uh, that should be quite exciting if it, if it does uh work out 
Right. And uh, yeah, especially, you know, like Queens hometown, uh, I guess, yeah. I guess that, w that would be a bit uh, nerve wracking to, <laughs> to play where, uh, in the place where Queen started. You know what? I would love to just give it a bash and see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so what, is there one show on the tour in the last few years that sticks out in your mind? Oh, um, funny enough, um, Montreal was quite a big one for me. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily, um, uh, any different to any of the others, apart from the fact that I know Queen had a very big show in Montreal during their career. Um, and one of the first DVDs my father bought me to, uh, of Queen was at, in Montreal, Queen in Montreal. So that was quite a, uh, an awesome experience to be able to perform in the same city after having been inspired by that, that particular show. But uh, other than that, I really loved performing in Singapore at Marina Bay Sands. That was an incredible experience. Really? Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Because where is Freddie Mercury from? Is that, that's close to where he's from, right? Oh, no. Well, uh, Freddie Mercury's from Zanzibar. Uh, yeah, yeah, and his his original name is Farouk Bulsara, so he's probably closer to to where I live. Oh, right, in in South Africa. Yeah, oh, well, just off of of South Africa, or just north of South Africa. Right, right. So let's talk about the process of you getting this gig. I mean, uh, was there a long search for uh, Freddie Mercury? How how did you come to get into this show? Well. Um, I don't know if there was a, a long search, but there was an audition process uh, that I just I, I kind of stumbled upon and I just decided to, to give it my all. And uh, Showtime Australia and Johnny Van Grinsman gave me um, gave me the opportunity to, to show my worth. And um, yeah, we haven't looked back since. Mm hmm. And we, we talked about how this is a, this is a concert. It's not, there's no narrative. It's a, it's an actual queen concert. And we also yes. talked about your classical background in singing and your rock background. So it's perfect for that. Um, how, how did you find the songs when you first started? Were, were they a little more complex than you pictured when you were listening to them, when you were actually performing them? Um, yeah, uh, yes, I think that the difference, though, um, not not so much on the singing side, um, but on the singing and performance side, because um, you need to be extremely fit to to be able to to get through, uh, you know, a two hour show. Yeah. So um, I think I think the fitness combined with the performance and singing um, is is where the challenge comes in. The, the main challenge for me personally. Mm -hmm. Is there one song that when, when it comes up that you have to kind of go, okay, you know, I, <laughs> I got to concentrate now. Uh, is there one song that uh, you just want got to make I sure? I think from, uh, from a piano uh, perspective, Bicycle Race is quite an, uh, an intricate one because it's got so many tempo changes, the key modulates, um, nothing makes sense. Um, individually, but together it becomes this song called Bicycle Race. Um, that's quite a, a challenging one for the band um, to just, you know, stick together. Um, and then obviously Bohemian Rhapsody, you never ever want to mess that up in front of 2,000 people. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, no kidding. And and Bohemian Rhapsody is such a beautifully produced studio track. It yeah. must be v- very intimidating to try to even get close to that live. Yeah, I mean, we do our best, uh, and I think I think it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And if you if people want to see it, it's Queen. It's a kind of magic. It's a live tribute to Queen that has played around the world, got great rave reviews, and it's coming to Vancouver to the Vogue Theater on Sunday, June 11th. Uh, you can go to admit1.com for tickets. Admit1.com for tickets. You can also visit Queen. It's a kind of magic.com for info on the show. Uh, they're playing in Kelowna. On the 5th of June, uh, most of these shows are sold out. Surrey uh, at the Surrey Arts Centre, June 6th. Uh, Chilliwack on the 7th. But the Vancouver show, there are tickets still available at the beautiful Vogue Theatre, June 11th. Uh, That's a week from tomorrow. And uh, as I say, you can go to admit1.com for tickets. And I guess it, it must be fun to be on stage and uh, and and embody Freddie Mercury because I get a sense that he really enjoyed uh, not only performing for the crowd, but kind of drinking in the energy of the crowd. Yeah, that, that is, that is very, yeah, it is very addictive and intoxicating. Um, the energy from an audience, especially um, an enthusiastic audience. It's, um, uh, it's, it's nothing I can, uh, yeah, I, I can't compare it to, to anything. Um, it's just, it's one of the most exciting experiences and that's why, I mean, uh, I choose a career in performance, uh, not not just for for Freddie Mercury necessarily, but um, just performing for people that are willing to be there and wanting to be a part of the audience. It's, there's something special about that because everybody right. becomes one um, over a period of two hours, and nothing else matters except what you are sharing at that moment. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And of, of course, Freddie Mercury is gone, but the people around him, have you heard from any of those people of the people who knew Freddie Mercury about the show? Um, I, well, I mean, the, the show is, um, uh, endorsed by Peter Freestone, but, mm-hmm. um, uh, apart from that, I personally haven't met anyone, uh, that, you know, that was, was close to Queen. I've met a few people that, that have watched Queen live and then watched us and been um, quite, you know, supportive of us and, um, you know, uh, very, how do I put it, grateful that we arrived and we're grateful for them as well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I should mention Peter Freestone was Freddie Mercury's personal assistant. Uh, he was yeah. very close to Freddie Mercury and uh, he endorses the show. But I guess when it comes to endorsements, the most important one is the fans. If 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 you were like a fanatic about Queen and you love the show, that's that's the most important thing, right? Yes, uh, mildly biased. I endorse the show and I'm a massive Queen fan. <laughs> we're talking to dominic warren he is the man who plays freddie mercury in queen it's a kind of magic coming to vancouver on the 11th of june that's a week from tomorrow and go to admit1.com for tickets so let's talk about your career what what are your plans uh, outside of this are you do you are you uh do you have a band or are you uh what what are your career plans I mean, my, my personal career plans, I'm, I'm quite content at the moment uh, uh, doing Queen. And this year is a very busy year because we've got 
obviously this Canada tour that's just happened. I go home for a few days, um, I think 10 days at the, uh, at the end of the month. And, and then we off to Australia. And then after Australia, we, we're off to New Zealand. And then after New Zealand, we back home in South Africa for a little bit for a few shows. And I think another New Year's show in Australia again. And then we take a few days off in Jan. And then we, I haven't looked further than that so far. <laughs> That's probably um, wise not to look too far in advance when your schedule's that booked. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, personally, I mean, I do, I do write uh, my own songs. I haven't written in a couple of years uh, because yeah, I've been so busy. But I, I do... Um, I do have fun writing acoustic songs. I, as I said, I used to have a, an indie rock band. Um, funny enough, the, the drummer in the band, uh, uh, Michael Dickens, who plays Roger Taylor, him and I went to boarding school together. And we, we've been in school, well, we started our first band together when we were teenagers. So it's pretty cool that we're still uh, playing in a band together. But I mean, we've known each other since we were 12 years old. Wow, that's that's yeah. kind of nice. That must be, and then, I mean, go ahead. And then Rusty Red, um, the guitarist, uh, we also bumped into him or met him later on uh, when we were about 16. So we, we never played in the same band as Rusty when we were kids, but we were on the same band scene. And as much as I love Freddie Mercury, uh, Rusty loves um, Brian May. And <laughs> like down to the point where uh, so he's actually got um, a period uh, Vox AC30 amp at his home um, in Durban. And yeah, he, he's probably got the closest tone to Brian May I've ever heard, um, if I may say so. But uh, wow. yeah, and then Nigel is from Cape Town. or uh, we, we call him Nigel. His name's actually Andre van der Marva. But uh, his nickname on the road is Nigel. He plays John Deacon. And we met him in Cape Town also on the band scene. Um, and yeah, when the four of us got together, it just, um, it clicked and we all really enjoy, uh, being in each other's company and playing queen. Yeah. And, you know, speaking of rusty as Brian May, the guitarist of queen, I guess, uh, you know, you say that he's got the tone of Brian May, which I mean, is so, so unique that, that guitar tone that Brian May has. But I guess another thing when you're playing Brian May, an important aspect is the hair. Yes. Um, so R Rusty's got the hair. He's got the long <laughs> hair. Um, and he, he looks after it very nicely. Because <laughs> <laughs> you got to keep it big. It's got to be big hair for Brian May. Yeah, um, you, you'll see Rusty before the show with the with. Sometimes he's got his curlers in if his hair is not playing playing the part. So for about an hour before the show, you'll see Rusty busy with his hair and the hair dryer and all sorts of things. Right on. Uh, almost uh, as almost as much as he changes strings on the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> well, the show is Queen. It's a kind of magic. It's a live tribute to the band Queen and Freddie Mercury. And Dominic Warren plays Freddie Mercury. And this show has played around the world. It's gotten rave reviews. And they're coming to Vancouver at the Vogue Theater a week from tomorrow, which is Sunday, June 11th. You can go to admit1.com for tickets. Admit1.com the word one.com for tickets and uh, you can see 
queen. It's a kind of magic. And uh, Dominic, uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you, and I wish you all the best for the tour. You're playing all over uh, the Lower Mainland, or, or uh, BC, rather, and a lot of those shows are sold out, but there are still tickets for Vancouver. Thanks for talking to us, and best of luck with the tour. No, thank you for having me, Martin. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, still to come on Vancouver Consumer, uh, today is the day that Playland opens. I've got some of the highlights of that, plus some cool stuff you can see later this summer at the PE. That's coming up when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this. This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back. I'm Martin Strong, and you can tell it's almost summer because today is the day Playland is officially open at the PNE site. The season will also celebrate the 65th anniversary of our classic wooden roller coaster. There are a bunch of special events planned for that. That coaster is something special. The big wooden roller coaster opened in 1958 and cost over $200,000. That's a lot of money in 1958. And back then, a single ride on the roller coaster would set you back 40 cents. It uh, is the oldest roller coaster in Canada. It is 2,840 feet long. That's 870 meters. And it hits speeds up to 76 Ks an hour. Nowadays, there are a lot of amusement park rides that go a lot faster than that. But I defy you to find one that goes that speed and is that rickety. I think the fact that it's wood and it makes all those creaky noises, it's so rickety, that adds to the level of terror. Uh, and the roller coasters won a lot of awards. Um, it was given the status of uh, coaster classic and roller coaster landmark, very prestigious titles only awarded by an organization called American Coaster Enthusiasts. Uh, the ro- roller coaster has been on TV and in movies, nothing too huge, but it starred in the 2004 horror movie Riding the Bullet. It actually played the bullet the roller coaster. It also made a brief appearance in the 1996 teenage thriller fear. And it was featured in the background of a MacGyver episode called brainwashed. But of course the wooden coaster uh, is not all there is at Playland. There are over 30 rides and attractions. And if you want to get scared, try the sky bender there's hell's gate. And of course the beast, the massive pendulum stands 12 stories tall, swings at speeds of 90 Ks an hour. And as I say, Playland is open as of today. You can buy your tickets online. Just go to pne.ca. Uh, the PNE itself starts on August 19th. And last week, the fair announced most of the acts appearing in the PNE Amphitheater as part of their Summer Nights concert series. There'll be a concert every night of the fair. Opening weekend, it's TLC and Boys to Men. Other acts include Jason Derulo, Billy Idol, Pat Benatar, the Stars of Drag, an all-ages extravaganza hosted by Crystal Method and featuring Alyssa Edwards and Raja. As well, there's Aqua, Boney M, Doug and the Slugs with the VC, VSO, uh, Pink Martini featuring China Forbes, uh, of course, Billy Talent, Tennille Towns, Walk Off the Earth, and Blue Rodeo come back. They were there last year as well. And uh, you have to buy tickets separately for these shows above and beyond your PE admission. Another highlight of the PE this year is expected to be Beyond Monet. Remember that Van Gogh exhibit 
a few years back when you walked into the space and you see these huge images of Van Gogh paintings surrounding you. It was quite stunning. You really had to experience it. This new one will feature over 400 works by the great Impressionist painter Claude Monet. The great thing about this is it's free with your PE admission. That's all when the PE opens August 19th. But as I say, today is the day that Playland is open. So have fun. This is Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong. And uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend. We're here every Saturday from 2 to 4 p.m. Thanks in a very large part to our producer, Leo Coelho. And we'll see you next week. The news on CKNW is next. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.